And so Donna, uh, what do people pay on average to get access to the platform? And is it monthly a SaaS fee? Yeah. So that's been a little bit of an issue for us. It depends on how much video you have, how many players you want, if you want it to have e-com. So we can't just give out like a like pricing chart. Um, but basically it's around $10,000 a month. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster, minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Donna Valario. She's a digital strategist and was fortunate to be part of the team who founded the hybrid video platform MediaMash.tech as the CEO. The platform is geared for brands and influencers with large audiences. It helps keep the audience in their universe while fostering brand development and reducing reliance on social channels. Donna, you ready to take us to the top? I am. Cancel culture is a real thing. There are big influencers very nervous about building and investing in social media platforms that might ban them later on down the road. How does your business play into this trend? So we um, liken it to building a house on rented land, right? So you're building up this whole social media platform and following and you're trying to engage your audience. I mean, there's nothing more important right now than engaging an audience. And then the whole... Uh, carpet could be pulled out from under you in a minute. The platform doesn't like what you're doing. Um, Somebody says something inappropriate. And also to me as a marketer, you're driving all of your traffic, all of your brand engagement off to someone else. And they're getting, they're advertising um, YouTube's now putting ads on, on your stuff, whether you want them to or not. So why not bring all that traffic back to your website you control the ads, you control the user journey, you get, we, we index and dynamically meta tag all the videos. So YouTube's like one of the largest search engines. Well, because they have all your content. So bring your content back to you and you get all the benefits. There's so many benefits from doing and ha- that. How do you make money? Are you charging influencers directly? So we are selling it as a platform. You buy the platform, we put it on your website, we give you a bucket, post your video, we index it, meta tag it. We've even added an identity resolution service so that you know who's come to the website because the cookie is going away. So we're trying to help people really um, gain a, a whole foothold in their marketing. And so Donna, um, what do people pay on average to get access to the platform? And is it monthly a SaaS fee? 
Yeah. So that's been a little bit of an issue for us. It depends on how much video you have, how many players you want, if you want it to have e-com. So we can't just give out like a like pricing chart. Um, but basically, it's around $10,000 a month. Okay. So you have but to be a big influence. Live stream. So the whole platform, it has a conferencing portion like Zoom. Donna, sorry, sorry. Just I got to back up for a second. So just to be clear, if you're charging ten thousand a month, that's one hundred twenty thousand dollars ACV. This has these have to be big influencers for them to have budget for this sort of thing. Yeah, it's enterprise customers and influencers with a really large audience. If you don't have a large it. audience, stay on YouTube. Like, and when did you when did you launch the business officially? We officially launched uh, August seventeenth. Okay. Oh, but of 2020? Really the platform we're launching. Donna, of, 20, of 2020? Yeah. Okay, got it. And um, you, you see you haven't officially launched yet, so you have no customers currently? We actually had a customer last year who kind of, um, they put a deposit and they're helping us flesh out the platform. So we're doing it to their specs. And we are, we have letters of intent from two more customers that we're hoping to launch February 1st. Okay, and got it. So if you're basically pre-revenue, maybe you have one person sort of pre-funding it, you know, based on an idea. I mean, how are you funding the business? We were so lucky through LinkedIn. I reached out to some women who invest in women-owned companies and Corinne Navini got back to me. And a few weeks later, we had pre-seed investment. It was kind of like this crazy whirlwind. So how much did you end up raising? So we raised, uh, we closed 250 pre-seat. Got it. And was that on a safe or was it a priced round? It was a convertible note. Yep. Okay, very good. So that's how you're funding the growth right now. Now, how many engineers do you have working for you? So my CTO is also one of the founders and he has about five or six people working on it right now. Mm -hmm. And what's the total team size, including you and your co-founder? I have two co-founders, a CRO and a CTO. And then I'm like you, I use a lot of freelancers. Yep. So how many, full, how many full-time folks do you have though? Just the three of us are full-time. Just three. Okay, got it. So those five engineers are not all full-time. There's one that's the co-founder's full-time. They are full-time, but they're outsourced. So they're not officially employees. So what's the total team size of people working full-time? I would say eight people. Eight. eight okay, people. got it. Five plus three. Okay, that's yeah. great. And so, I mean, let me ask you a question. You built an agency before this. Usually if someone launches a SaaS company on top of an agency, they can get their first couple of customers very fast because you just sell it to agency customers. Are you building the wrong products to upsell to your historical agency customers? No, actually, it's just been a matter of getting the platform done and to where we want it. Um, I have plans to have a whole partner program for agencies because I think it's a great fit for them. Right now, they can um, upsell this to their existing customers. Video is so important to brands and advertisers right now. Um, then with a platform, they can do all kinds of reporting because we get really deep analytics so it's a real value add for agencies. And they're um, right now, look, advertisers are scrambling for what they're going to do with the loss of the cookie. Social media is very expensive now. Nothing is free. So by driving traffic back to your website, you solve so many problems. And then you really can, you can have an exit uh, pop up. You can have e-com on your website. There's so many things that you're 
you're doing on your website that you can't do on the social channels. And also like if you're on YouTube, it's so distracting. I was watching your videos yesterday and like the other uh, videos that come up on the side. I mean, it's so easy to be taken off topic and then brand safety. I'm getting ads for things that are your com competitors. You know what I mean? So it just makes so much more sense to bring everything back to your website. Well, I mean, if I posted, if I posted all the videos on my website, I would have to hardcore market every single one of them into one of my owned assets, which would be my email list by posting them on YouTube and having YouTube subscribers. YouTube brings me views as well. So it's not as simple as just saying it's distracting on YouTube. Let's put it on my website. I wouldn't have as many views if I put it on my website. Right. I'm not saying that not to put it on YouTube, but I think by starting to put it on your website, then you'll get that search engine benefit. And then the search engines will start sending people to your website instead of YouTube. But also then you change all your marketing to make sure that you're using your website link instead of sending it to YouTube. Mm hmm. Um, talk to me about this first person that is using this. What, what's who is the influencer? It's actually a membership service called C-Suite Networks, and they okay. have five thousand CEOs that are members. So what they're doing is um, uh, Jeffrey Hazlitt. He's an author as well, and he does lots of LinkedIn lives. Another terrible experience, in my opinion. You're watching a LinkedIn live, it's on your phone, it's distracting, it's always at a time when I can't really watch it. So they have tons of video content, they're gonna put it on, on their website, and then also they're gonna act as a partner for Media Mash and resell it to their members because they believe in video. And so what's your go-to-market? How do you go from one customer to 100 customers? So I think the partnership program is a big part of our go-to-market. I have a lot of agency contacts, and I think it's a great value add for them. And we can do a rev share. Um, I'm trying to model it after the HubSpot model. I was a first one of the first HubSpot users and went to Inbound. And I just think that their model is amazing. And then we just have... But Donna, how do you convince agencies to promote your product and sell it when you haven't promoted it or sold it that much yet either? Don't you have to build a base first to convince agencies to sell your product? Yes. So we're waiting for C-Suite to launch. So we really have a, a great case study so that we can then, you know, it's hard to sell something when it's not all together yet, right? I can't really show you C-Suite using it now. We're just starting with them. So we have about a couple of weeks before we can really hit it hard. Well, how much runway have you set up for yourself? You raised 250. I mean, how, are you out of yeah. cash? We're kind of at the end of our runway. We're doing another round. We're trying to raise 1.5. Mm -hmm. And what's the story? What, what valuation are you going to try and raise on? So it's so hard to do a valuation right now. Um, we, you know, I did the calculation. So at the end of the year, I think we could be at 70K um, AR, um, MRR. And then that would bring us to like a million ARR for the year. Yeah. I mean, 83K in MRR would be a million, a million dollar run rate. But I mean, in order to go down this venture path that you're going down, you have to sell a story that represents a cultural shift, right? Where people can see how you're going to grow this into a billion dollar company. Again, that's what happens when you take VC. I haven't heard you tell any like macro story where you just light up, where it's clear to me you're going to do this for a decade and it's going to be a new big billion dollar trend. Okay. So media, we're all media companies right now, right? Everyone needs to be a media company. Brands need to have their own like media. They need to control it. They need brand safety. They need to be able to tell their story. Consumer product brands right now 
are like they're having so many problems. They're even being uh, having competition by Amazon and all the direct to consumers. So even media, even consumer products really need their own media brand. And I like to tell the story of, and I was telling the story and then it happened. CVS, right? So you have CVS. There's a, they're this huge brand. Are there CVSs out on the West coast? Yeah. Uh-huh. So they have this huge audience. You're always buying, you know, you're getting your prescriptions, you're getting your cosmetics. So say they have a, a channel and it's the CVS, you know, after hours for seniors and they have senior tips, senior stuff, what's going on for seniors. And then Fiber One has a commercial. It's a native ad done for CVS. It's not intrusive. But then right there while you're watching it on, on your device, you could add the Fiber One to your cart. And CVS actually just did that. They're creating this whole media company so that they can control their audience and their, the way they monetize their video. Yeah, but how are they going to go get seniors? You know, you know, three million seniors watch Fox News every night or CNN every night. So Fiber One can market there because there's a built-in audience. How is CVS going to convince three million seniors to tune into their show every night? I mean, that does just not sound interesting to me at all. Well, you're not a senior, but um, I mean, I don't. By the way, I don't think my parents who are seniors would say no, no, I'm really I excited about watching the CVS channel tonight. I can't wait to sit down and watch CVS. Right, I mean, right, right. they're watching Jeopardy well, and Wheel of Fortune. They need to make it interesting, but also people aren't watching TV traditionally the way they used to anymore, right? So you're scrolling through something, you go on CVS website to find something, you'll find the CVS channel. Like people, my kids never go to the TV ever. They don't know what Fox News is. They don't know what the stations are. You know what I mean? So yeah, but they're not seniors. Hmm? They're not seniors. They are not seniors. You are correct. But I mean, if my I'm a seniors. senior and I check on my prescription or I'm at my on my doctor's office, you know, I could then be directed towards the CVS website. Got it. I don't think it's that much. So maybe seniors. So teenagers, you know, if they were uh, talking about acne care. And a teenager is scrolling, maybe they would go to the CVS website because they could put something right in their cart and get it immediately. Well, we'll see. You can prove me wrong and just sign up customers and come back and brag a year later. I hope you do that. And in the meantime, though, let's wrap up here, Donna, with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, it's not really a business book, but I love Open by Andre Agassi because it talks about persistence and um, just being a winner. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, no, not really. Number I three, what's like your favorite online tool for building media, uh, uh, media mash? My favorite online tool. I love LinkedIn and I use expandy. It's a LinkedIn tool. Number three or four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? I get about seven or eight hours. That's of good. And, and what's your situation, Donna? Married, single kiddos? I'm single. I have two kids and uh, two dogs. Two dogs. I love that. Okay. And can I ask how old you are? I am 54. Take us back to your 20-year-old self. What's something you wish that she knew? Um, I wish she knew what I knew now. Give me something specific. Um, I just feel like I wish she had the confidence I have now more than anything. And I think that's kind of hard to get unless you've gone through 54 years of life. Guys, there you have it. 
Donna Building Media Mash. She believes that brands should post their own video content on their own website so they can control the audience. She's testing the thesis out, building the, this SaaS company on top of what used to be her her agency. Now working on this full time with two other co-founders. They got a team of eight people total. They raised two hundred fifty thousand bucks about oh call it many months ago. They're now out of that cash, looking to raise one or close to being out, raising one point five million bucks to keep the vision growing. They've got one customer at call it one hundred twenty thousand dollars ACV a pilot. They're going to see if they can go from one customer to ten over the next year and hopefully get up to about a million dollar run rate. We will be watching. Donna, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you. Great to meet you.